Song Woven presents the Lanaya Expedition, a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign. Episode 13, Clean Spirit. You can catch us live every Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on twitch.tv slash songwovenshow or watch the video version of this podcast on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Song Woven, the Lanaya Expedition. Uh, I am your ever humble N.A., uh, your narrator. I'm setting that up for future oh. jokes. I was like, North America? <laughs> I was like, not available? <laughs> not applicable. Not applicable? <laughs> Too many meanings. No ass. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can we please go ahead and introduce ourselves here in order from least to greatest? Oh, hi! I'm no, 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 no! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! No, no! I shouldn't have done that! I, I shouldn't have done that! No, 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 no! <laughs> I take it back! I take it back! Oh, uh, one second here, because I've just realized on the stream that there's a, there's something that shouldn't be there. There we what go. What is it? Uh, but uh, can we please let's what? Let's, let's re- what was there? What was there that shouldn't be there? Maybe some personal information that the players oh. should know. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I'm like, what porn did you leak to Twitch? Were you were you prepping? I some- am- People on your roll 20? <laughs> Emma, I just want to say, I'm completely it's serious. It's a furry? It's I'm John Claude is a You didn't furry. even roll today. You didn't even roll your luck today, Timmy. I, okay, everyone, we're, we're restarting the stream. This, I'm obviously not prepared for everything that's going on. Okay. Um, that is, wait, did, are we really restarting? Now that, now that we have... Now that we have uh, completely lived down what happened. Um, hello, everyone. I'm your, I'm your, welcome back to Song Woven. I'm your N.A., a.k.a. your narrator. <laughs> We're professional, okay? We're good. We're so good, guys. Please believe us. There is no, there is no professional. Can we, can we please introduce... Can we please... Jenny, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jenny, like he just said. <laughs> Jenny Sherrard, and I play Cecilia Idlewind, who um, has her dad at home, who is not okay, and her sister probably following her, who is probably really mad. That's my mini character recap. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Very legit. I should probably go into more detail because so that people like if people just want to come in and watch just clean spirit so yeah. that they actually know who these characters are yep, because it's yep. kind of important, I think. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, Cecilia yeah. Cecilia Idolwind is an eighteen year old cleric um of the goddess of the moon, and she's on a quest right now with Jean Claude, who she met on the road, the Lanaya Road delivering moon shards across the continent. But the thing is, she stole these moon shards from her sister, who is actually the hero, the older 
older sister, much older, she's eight years older than her older sister, who is a hero, and um, because she didn't want her sister to be forced to go out and adventure anymore. Um, meanwhile, she also thought that she could find a better solution for their father, who has been comatose since an encounter with a monster um, for two years, which is a very long time. And so that is why she is adventuring, and we've known each other for a week, but it's been a few months of playing now because we a lot happened <laughs> and i'm emma ramosco the i'm the least and no. i play <laughs> i play jean-claude boucheron he is a furbolg paladin uh a middle-aged man who uh gets drunk quite frequently uh who's a member of the grove and guard aka in, in this world um he's a park ranger but he acts like he's a member of Secret Service with the way he takes his job very seriously. Um, we come to find out that Jean-Claude is actually a time traveler. Um, and uh, he is a hundred so years into the future after trying to rescue his niece, um, whose name is Sylvie, from the Feywild. Because back in Jean-Claude's time, uh, children were being kidnapped by this malicious and mysterious fae. Uh, so he is in this current timeline, just trying to get through, meets the young Cecilia, um, and uh, is given a vision of um, not only to help her, but soon discovers that the moon shards that Cecilia carries that carry great power um, really need to be we have, they have, we have many colorful, creepy characters coming after us. So he's um, along with her to guide her and protect her and to escort these moon shards across the continent. And yeah, he's got his own trauma, as we do, that could use some cleaning up in today's little <laughs> indie mod. <laughs> Before we do a really clean segue into uh, our indie mod, I guess I have Tie to start doing nice character introductions. Uh, it's along those NPCs though, so I'll start alphabetically. So we're starting with Atheus, <laughs> who is a skull. Oh, uh, <laughs> just kidding. Um, we love our baby. Atheist. But much like Emma stated, we are diving into a new uh, temporarily for a moment before we start heading back into our old ways. But we felt as if this session, uh, this this session deemed it uh, necessary. Uh, for today's session of Songwoven, we are using the Clean Spirit uh, module by Cassie Mothwin. Um, Yay, Cassie! <laughs> uh, it's some. It's something that I was shown by uh, by by Jenny, who mean her. I, I totally forgot about like I was like oh, yeah I remember seeing this but I thought Emma sent it but no, no I, I sent it ages way ago. Way too much credit. Way too much credit. <laughs> Because this is brilliant. And also, Cassie's got another system coming out soon that me and Jenny are obsessed with. It's disgusting. Already, oh, yeah. Oh, we need it. We need it. We really need it, Cassie. <laughs> we really deeply need it. We have 64 followers, Cassie. Is that enough for you? Come on. Yeah, we just slide the money. Come on, Cassie. Come on. Cassie, Cassie, please. <laughs> um, but we are playing the Clean Spirit module, which is uh, supposed to encourage a... 
um, which is supposed to which is supposed to encourage ev- uh, evocative, evocative, uh, whatever the word is, uh, uh, emotional mo. <laughs> Evocation Evoca- uh, magic? These words are too big. We are uh, a mess tonight. Goodness. I know. This we're is like last time we played. This has a girlfriend. There she is. Hello. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Uh, she's, in t- she's in the chat. Uh, Hi, It's supposed to evoke emotional uh, moments, a moment of downtime of... Um, uh, of people uh, cleaning uh, cleaning a place together, and that in itself uh, acting as a as a tender uh, a tender I fucking hit my mic a tender emotional situation, uh, but but between two uh, people to draw them closer to one another. Um, it is a role playing game meant for two to five people, as you can see on the little graphic on the side there, and I highly recommend it. I fell in love with it the first, just the concept alone, um, because uh, me and Jenny, we usually like in our one-on-one games, it's very slow and very, uh, very, uh, how do you say, um, uh, very methodical. Not methodical. It's just very personal. I mean, between characters, uh, uh, characters in a story, um, and this is something that sp- uh, spoke to us greatly. Um, so. Our two adventurers definitely need a break from everything that's been going on. <laughs> and to, and to decompress, decompress emotionally and, and cleanse their souls of little of what little we have left. The best thing mm. I can possibly do is also say, hey, let's roll initiative in the middle of this game somewhere. Like, it, no. if that somehow manifests, that, that would just completely ruin everything. <laughs> ah, ow. All right. Well, with that said... Are we ready? We're ready. Oh, do we want to recap the last game? <laughs> uh, I can try. <laughs> do you have? Re- oh, do the do the do the recap that you have that you wrote, Jenny. Yeah. Oh, so, basically, not that it's gonna matter this game because we're moving on to something else. Basically, it might matter a little bit if we bring it up. But the sickly lord who we talked to told us after we called him out for hiding his Titan's fever when Claude cast detect poison and disease um found out that he infected his family himself and his family with titan's fever on purpose um this rare disease that people don't i like none of us knew much about um and he did it as part of a deal but wouldn't explain more um and since his wife really didn't want to be there um we went and kidnapped her and her brother it wasn't kidnapping because they were willing but you know whatever um we were rescuing them and then in their sick state still as we have them with us on our wagon running away from the guards because this was a smart idea um (laughs) they mentioned something about um you know taking down the king in revolution and we were like okay you know we don't know what's going on anymore and we just sent them back home (laughs) they went full lay miz on our asses and we were not prepared for it like i don't know what to do (laughs) get between this noble family in this region and get chased by police again basically <laughs> like we're like you get to just, just take them back so we sent them back home and um but then one of the druids of the group the maple fritters turned out to be on our wagon disguised as our cat um and he's not our we- cat augustus is our cat 
this must be the craziest. He looked a lot like him, though. For like <laughs> someone so who's coming, random. for someone who's coming on for the like for the first time just to watch Clean Spirit, this is uh, must be the most craziest thing they've ever heard. The last session was just Unhinged. all over the place. Unhinged. But the maple fritters, a group of, um, I think it was like some sort of like resistance group. Like to the yeah. king, to the crown, also, but they're all druids in disguise as animals and things. But we captured this cat, and his group, when his group caught up to him, they were like, Hey, you should just let them go. They seem innocent enough. And so they let us go after we, he wanted to barter for the information we found out about the, um, about the noble family who they were originally robbing from when we, that's how he ended up on our wagon. So that's what happened last time, and it was just, uh, kind of, insane <laughs> and we we need a break we need a break <laughs> that's like not even the craziest things that have been happening <laughs> okay well yeah that all <laughs> definitely happened um it has been a um very chaotic week for the both of you this whole game so far has happened in a week uh but we promised yeah. that the rest of the cam- the rest of the campaign is not as crazy. It's been pretty stable until they got to that one town. Uh, not as not as crazy. Um, you at least Way understood the craziness. <laughs> yes, that's fair. Fair. With that said, uh, there are gun. I, I, those are fireworks outside of my uh, house. Whoa! Eagles. Yeah, dated this episode. Okay. <laughs> With that said, Jean-Claude and Cecilia. It's a very small thing to say that this has been a very chaotic week for the both of you. Um, This week has been filled with... it, it began with a, a very big beginning, um, which has taken which take which has taken in the form of um, defeating a a lesser evil in the middle of a forest, a beginning, a chance meeting, and um, the the coming together for a goal, to travel again to travel across the continent of Mithrin. Now, on this adventure, you've already met a few allies, and you've, and you've come across a few adver- uh, adversaries of, of different kinds. Uh, one, of, one, of lawful, uh, one of lawful nature, of a knight, uh, of guards, um, and others of a more malefic, um, malefic and mysterious nature. Um, you, have, you have hidden from the rain, you have hidden from storms, you have saw you have saw ghosts and and all manner of creature that you have never seen before. But also with the both of you, the two of you have never seen so much, uh, so much new things before. You never met so much different kind of people. You've never um, you you've never saw the manner of things that you've seen before. Um, Things that people can't see if they can't, if they don't travel out of the comfort and safety of their own homes. On this particular day, after a particularly very chaotic, um, 
a chaotic a chaotic day filled with um question mark political intrigue question mark uh uh question mark bandits question mark that turn into animals parentheses parentheses uh double question marks at the end of that um it has been a very um hectic week and up and a part of the a part of the both of you wish that you've embedded yourselves even temporarily into the into the peaceful aspects of life where things just don't happen uh the both of you have mi- uh, the both of you definitely miss your sleepy days <clears throat> on this particular day Jean-Claude and Cecilia, as you are traveling on the Lanaya Road, just a swath of light gray clouds begin to roll over in the sky. It says, it's a suggestion rather than a threat. Um, it's not a thunderstorm, but you think it's going to rain pretty soon. Rain is something that you, you two can definitely handle. You two are the toughest people that you know. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you two are the toughest people in this wagon. I should say. I would argue Augustus. <laughs> um, just a cat for now. But also, he's got like 16 decks, I guess. Cats are fast. Um, I would argue JJ's the strongest. JJ. JJ is the strongest emotionally. JJ! <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, JJ, my stalwart steady rock. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> you are my steady. Um, the suggestion then comes through, manifesting in gentle patters of rain. You have been following a river for uh, a little bit now. Um, and you find that you find that the gentle uh, patterns of rain dancing along the the surface of the river is quite a mystifying um it's quite a mystifying dance yes. two of you haven't seen uh haven't seen too many rivers in uh, during the eventide um you haven't been out too much during the rain it makes you sick it, it's cold out there it's by this it's by this point the two of you begin to seek shelter. Any kind, of any sort. That's when you are led to the gentle hamlet of Old Lucia. Um, Old Lucia is a town, is is a dusty and clockless town, with humble, uh, with humble uh, cottages, uh, <laughs> with. With a mud-packed roofs and and brick and wood houses, um, you find you find the house you find the houses to be uh, quite inviting, comforting. You wish you were in there, however, and usually in these gentle hamlets, you don't find too many people who are uh, who run inns or who run accommodations for traveling people. So maybe the maybe the hopes aren't there. It's at this po- it's at this point however you come across a ta- um you come across something that resembles a tavern 
with inviting um, spark with inviting sparkling flames coming from the inside. Um, a inn called the Sleepy Sheep. Oh yeah, this is cozy fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> the music is so like uh, just it's scratching somewhere on my skull that makes me happy. <clears throat> um, the Sleepy Sheep Inn. An inn here. What a wonderful prospect. Um, finding a place to uh, park your wagons, there is a sort of, it, it is a fairly large, uh, a fairly large uh, wooden brick in uh, spanning, uh, spanning a good, uh, spanning a good distance. If Jean-Claude laid down uh, and we laid him down flat, uh, f- like 30 times uh, across each other, He's like seven feet tall, eight feet tall. Furbers are uh, big. Thirty-five feet. Uh, Thirty-five John Claudes. Then, 30. <laughs> um, <laughs> it is a it is a it is a rather um, large two-tiered uh, building with a barn uh, with, with a barn like uh, stable in the back. Um, my voice broke. <clears throat> I didn't even notice. So tender. Back. <laughs> um, <laughs> back. Okay, um, (laughs) so, it's at this point, um, you, uh, after finding safety for both of your horses, Marquis and Reginald, 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 (laughs) you park, uh, you park yourselves in front of the inn, and you do notice that the, the open close sign that is supposed to be hanging on the front has fallen off and lays at the foot of the door. I just pick it up. <laughs> um, I can't tell if they're opened or closed, but hopefully they're open because it would be really, really nice. I will take a peek into the door. <laughs> um, you take a peek into the door, and there is, there is an invite. There's the inviting, flickering, uh, transparent orange of a flame. Um, it's so cold out, and it's so tempting. No, 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 we're going. Come on, open the door and just goes, <laughs> come on, we have Astros and Cecilia. We apologize, Lytale. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> in, in the sparky cerebral flow of your eventide thoughts, there comes, there immediately comes a sense of wholeness, of wholesome war- warmth that enters you. Um, as you, as you see that there is a, um, there is, a, there's a, there's an entire area with the suggestion of, of dining tables, uh, dining tables and chairs, uh, your minds immediately, your minds warp from yes, this is what an inn looks like. There's ta- there's tables, chairs, uh, all kinds of things, and then you go in, and it takes a second for you to realize, oh, um, some some of the tables are uh, flipped uh, on their side. Some of the some of the chairs seem to be like old um, and decrepit, like very noticeably, a ch- like some of their um, s- some of their like legs are bent. Um, 
But right by where a big inviting fireplace is, where a, a, a flame has g grown and has been fed, um, <clears throat> where the f where you see where you feel the flames leaping uh, at you, becoming a part of your blood, um, <clears throat> there is a brown-haired uh, woman with uh, disheveled, uh, disheveled, uneven hair. Uh, there's a, one of her bangs is a long crest that sort of like kind of like goes down the side of her face. Um, she is, uh, she has heavy bags under her eyes and you see that she's holding a paintbrush at the moment. There's an on, there's, there's an unfinished job of her like cleaning the, uh, uh, sort of like painting the walls in this sort of like, um, sort of like oceanic blue color. As the two of you come in, uh, you see she just, she just goes, huh? And she clutches, she clutches the uh, the bucket uh, as she just kind of like, she sat on top of a ladder at the highest <gasps> uh, rung. <sighs> Madame, please. We merely were looking for somewhere to stay. But pardon us. We, we, uh, we thought we were open. Oh. Sorry, your, um, um, your, your sign uh, kind of fell down out there. And so I couldn't tell uh, for sure. Yeah, that's probably the reason why. Um... You, the two of you came in. Um, she looks. She looks past you through the door to see that the the rain outside and how it, and how it's picking up. This place is an absolute mess. Uh, um, it has been uh, neglected. It seems for uh, a good a, a good while. It's not that. It's not like a hurricane came through through here or anything. It's probably just age and weather and maybe some animals made their way through um <clears throat> which uh she uh she just goes well if you can um make your own accommodations i'll let you stay in here um i can't promise that uh you'll find a clean place here right now though i'm still trying to tie the place together did something happen? It looked like you had quite the party here. Maybe you could help. Oh, um, because <clears throat> are the two of you travelers? Uh, yes. Ah, uh -huh. oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> well, this is a little unfortunate. Um, I have just taken in this. Uh, I I had just taken in this uh, in from my uh, family. I used to. Uh, I was down towards the the Mander Coast and. I had heard that they um, left this in to me, uh, but it's taken me a while before I actually got here to uh, really clean the place up and get it going, so uh, that's why everything's in the state as it is. Oh. Um, well, if we... Uh... If you do not mind, we could just clear off a little spot for us and, uh, you know, take a... Oh, well, uh, oh yes, uh, absolutely. Um, yes. We, we, we are very easy to, to be accommodated. Right, Cecilia? I mean, I, you should have seen where I used to sleep. Oh. Uh, I was, uh, oh. We've been sleeping on a wagon for, like... Yeah. Oh, goodness. You can't do that to yourself in this weather. Better. 
Uh, yeah, no, no, no. We're, yes, we're, please. We're, we're, yeah. Make yourself we as comfortable as possible. The other night. <laughs> there was a haunted house that was uh, what not really haunted, but that was really traumatic nonetheless. So, yeah. Do we're good to go for the mind? Yeah, but to be good. Um, and at this, Jean Claude is going to start unclicking his armor. You know, um, taking off large metal pieces and start rolling up um, his undershirt um, so that he can, uh, and actually his hair, which is a mess, he needs to get it cut. He's gonna pull a piece of twine out and take it back and tie it up in a little man bun so that he can do some cleaning. <laughs> um, as you get yourself situated, um, she just goes, oh, by the way, my name is Fran, Fran Verdeer. Ah, oh, should have given you all names. Mon, uh, mon I'm so sorry. Uh, I am Jean-Claude Boucheron, captain of the Groven Guard, and this is my traveling compatriot and partner. My name's Cecilia. Hmm. Very worthy. Very worthy. Um, very worthy people to meet, indeed. Thank you so much for uh, popping by and using this uh, humble uh, abode as your, um, as your abode for a bit. Um, you're really lucky you came here. I just patched the roof, so no rain should be leaking through. Should. <laughs> it is. It is. It is quite. A, I would. I would think. Um, if you would be, if this is a comfortable to you, uh, would uh, perhaps the price of our lodgings we could do a barter of sorts. Oh, uh, we could help no. you clean and. In exchange to stay here? Um, that would be a great help. Um, I can give you definitely um, a night of free lodging and perhaps I can even pay you. No, 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 no. We just need somewhere, right, Cecilia? We, we just need somewhere to rest where there is no people trying to overthrow a government of sorts would be mm -hmm. great. What? Okay, so... Oh, I begin. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna start turning over the tables. <laughs> uh, we, some of them, some of them like, look like they need to be repaired. Ah, yeah. shit! That's okay. You know something? This is what you do. I used to work actually in woodcutter business. So let me handle this. Takes out his axe and just. Whoak, 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 starts um, hacking off the broken legs. We have to reform them, Cecilia. You have to work on I was planning to get new ones anyway, so... It is perfectly good wood. We can reuse it, everyone. Come on, now. We are, what, what, we are not living in, in the palace. Come now. You know, my dad's a carpenter. Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um... So, I can... He taught me a lot. I can definitely help... <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have told it to me before I started mutilating the leg of the table, but it is okay. I was <laughs> trying to, but, um... It's okay, I'm glad you spoke up for yourself. Okay, so he's my... going to move away from the table. Um, my father was also a carpenter. He made those chairs. <laughs> well, my father was a woodcutter. So we're all in the business of wood, it seems. Ah, great. Common ground. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I look at the, <laughs> looking at the chairs, are they like, 
so you said some of them are like broken and things and old but like are they like just like normal chairs or like they have like any ornamentation on them or anything <clears throat> like that the, um very specifically they have carvings into them um uh of a sleeping uh like a, a sort of like entablature uh at the sort of like crown of the chair and in the middle is the depiction of a very cute sleeping sheep he goes so this was his business then mother uh, ran the inn but father helped this was their um this was sort of their mosaic if you understand what I mean They look really nice. You're, are you keeping the the chairs at least? <clears throat> I mean, I don't think anyone can really sit on those. I'm. I mean, I guess I can learn how to make chairs, but I think it's easier just to just buy them. Probably. I just think it's the carvings are really cute for the for the name yeah that's kind of that's the biggest loss for me loss oh if I, well i'm not gonna use these chairs what well they're not in, they're not in sitting condition i think i will make it so you can the little sheep will live once more um, I shall figure I, this out. I would be very thankful. I, I, are you sure you don't want payment or anything? Okay, so... Uh, no. I'm going to focus on this stool and fixing it because it is an important chair for your family. Okay. I can help if there is spare wood and whatnot. I'm able to even... I can magically mend them together. You might still be able to see some of the flaws where they were broken, oh. but it only if you want. I don't want to oh, oh. mess with them if you Certainly, don't. certainly, yes. Yes, um, that would be wonderful. Um, there's spare wood in the yard, um, if you needed it. They're dry in a shed. Um, uh, why don't I, she, she climbs down the ladder. Here, I'll go and fix you up some warm drinks to fight the cold. Uh, thank you all so much. You, the two of you have been awfully, uh, one wonderfully generous. <laughs> she walks. It's, it's a lot to just have a place to stay. It's been kind of an exhausting week. <sighs> well, I hope. Just, I hope the fire uh, warms you to where you need to be. Here, yeah. I'm make some uh, tea or coffee. Um, I would love some tea, thank you. All right, uh, Angie walks off uh, behind the bar towards another area. At this, Jean Claude has been sitting in front of this chair, 
His arms crossed, hand on his chin, stroking his beard. Just inspecting it. Really taking in the chair. What do he, you think about it? He runs his hands along the chair. Tell me, Cecilia. Has this chair served its purpose? I suppose if someone sat in it at some point, it has. Well, you know something? I believe it has a life more to live because this little sheep right here. And he's pointing to the logo. Little sheeps deserve to have more time in the world. It is often that the little sheeps, they get crushed under the society of the wolves. And it is time for the little sheep to run once more. And he's going to one of the legs that is crooked, rip it off and go, oh, fuck, shit. Wait, <laughs> here, wait, wait, Celia, wait, no, I have to, hold on. And you see he takes out the butt of his axe and whack, whack, tries to whack um, it back uh, in, but the nails are all askew and bent, so it's not going back in. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, yes, yes, Cecilia. I, I've been trying to be more assertive the past few days, and, um... Oh, good for you! I'm happy for you. I just... So, I don't want to make it seem like you're doing a bad job or anything, um, <gasps> but maybe you can, maybe you can hold the pieces in place for me and I can try to mend it. Of course. You know, I understand you need a steady hand for this, so of course you come to me. Absolutely. I, Cecilia, do not worry. I have this under control. And he'll just firmly hold the pieces of the chair together. His muscles are actually straining. He's trying to hold them so still. <laughs> okay, Cecilia. Um, it is still as I can make it for you. And you see a bead of sweat start to roll down his throat. <laughs> it's okay. Do not worry about me, Cecilia. Are you shaking it because of how hard you're holding it? <laughs> the strain of his muscles trying to hold it together. She she goes, um, thank you, Claude. I knew I could, um, count on you. Um, maybe, maybe, um, yes. you have a really good grip on it and I really appreciate yeah. that. Um, it's okay. I work out sometimes. Do you think maybe um you could try holding it like it, like it's a sheep, gently, and I think it might be more steady that way, because I don't think you'll drop it. <sighs> gently, like a sheep. If I were to hold a sheep, and you see he starts to cradle <laughs> the chair. <laughs> I'm not really sure, Cecilia, how this would help uh, in uh, fixing the chair, but I believe I would gently cradle the sheep and, uh, you know, whisper, how are you? You know, you could day. Are you enjoying the weather? And normally the sheep would respond in its own way because I am very in touch with animals, as you know. Uh, so I could hold it like this. And you see you that this chair leg that's broken up is upside down in his arms with the part that he ripped off laying on top of it so his chin <laughs> is resting on top of this flipped over chair. <laughs> you know, um, 
I think, um, I think she, I, I'm, I'm going to hold the, um, the, the sheep. And she, she turns it to the right direction and lays it's it back in jean arm. I Cecilia be gentle! Okay. And, you know, I think we'll get the hang of this, um, the more we do. Yes. And she tries to, um, tries to make it so mess with however she needs to, to make it as clean of an attachment back to the chair and trying to make sure it's even in things. Um, but she will, um, ask while she's working, she asks, um, you said something about sheep getting put down by society? Uh, yeah. I was being existential. Is that... Um, you can't tell me if it's too personal or something, but is that something you, um, are feeling right now, or...? Not something I feel, per se, just something that I see. I see a lot of ki uh, people get, um... mocked. Or belittled for kindness. And it is seen as a weakness. Which I think is... I think being kind to people is actually... You know, one of the bravest things you can do. Genuine kindness, not the uh, flattery or, you know, manuals or whatnot. Um, I don't know. I never went to school and uh, read the books that uh, you are so well read as a med student. Um, but uh, it's just something that you see when you get down in your years. Do you I feel see. that way? Um. Well. Kind of. Not. I don't think exactly. Um. You know, Della, um, Delmira, I mean, she, she does a lot of good for a lot of people all the time, and I feel like she's pretty well respected for that, you know? I don't feel like people are actively, that I've seen, try to put her down or anything like that but I feel like most people don't realize how well I didn't even realize till doing all this how hard what she does really is yeah yeah they don't really mention uh, how difficult it is to first get started out as an adventurer huh Yeah, not really. I guess most people don't really have, like, a blueprint like Delmira in their lives either. For that, they just have to figure it out. Eh, is she a blue uh, blueprint? Uh, everyone's path is different. And at this point, he's looking at the chair, which you have mending right 
Yes, I have the spell mending. Okay. Um, I assume she's has um did Cecilia cast mending? She did. Okay. Yeah, she she was just getting like so like no nails would stick out or pull <laughs> weird and trying to like salvage as much of it as she could mm-hmm. it before she um she mended it together and trying to make sure the legs would be even too. Yes. So I would I would like to think that not only um are they even but they're actually a lot sturdier than before with her spell because she took the um took the time to reform it. Um, and also, correct me if I, I'm since this is new for us, right? Um, the the players are def- we're describing what happens. Yes. Or um, yeah, okay. yeah. Clean clean spirit is uh, is uh, uh, no uh, narrator agnostic, so there doesn't have to be a uh, a person to facilitate everything. I'm just so gonna just leave. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Get out. No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. But you Jenny... said you would help keep track of the of Def- the token motivation so, tokens yes. for us. Yeah, did we get so one that you have something to do? Uh, well, I'll let you complete <laughs> the scene yet. first. Oh, uh, we got to put the scene right. Uh, but yeah, Jenny and oh, Emma cool. are taking the whole game for a whirl. Yeah, we're Ooh. doing our best. We've got our PDF up <laughs> and everything. Jenny took extensive notes. Um, they're mostly so, character notes for character <laughs> ideas and things to talk about. <laughs> so as he, you know, flips the, you know, looks to see that their level flips the chair over, gives a bit of a wobble. He'll go. Would you like to test it out? All right. Um. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I didn't miss something. <laughs> no. Chill. She sits down and she goes, I think it's really nice with the, um, the carvings he did. Must have really liked the, the theme. And it is a cute theme, the, the sheep. Did your dad carve a lot of stuff? And at this, he's starting to move on, um to, I believe she had a paint can and was up on a ladder painting. Um, And because he's a hot mess with the chairs and he realizes this, he's going um, to, uh, I believe she was painting in light blue, right, Tim? Yes. Um, So he's going to, as he's asking Cecilia, uh, he's going to clamber up the small ladder that's there with the paint can and he wants to finish painting the wall so that it's all this nice, you know, like Robin's egg, light blue, instead of, you know, the yellowing um, paper that's underneath. Um, and so, yeah, but the question he asked as he was climbing up and grabbing the paint can was, did your dad used to like to carve? What, what did your dad used to like to carve? Um, my dad, he, well, really, he did everything for everyone in our village for the most part i mean other plenty of other people were handy enough too but my dad's the he's the best in my opinion our house is really easy to spot because he always just liked to try out new things or experiment with things in his free time and so it's it has a more unique look to it that's why i told stellar she just had to look for the weird house if she went by 
Um, but yeah. He um, is being very careful around the subject of her dad, you know, knowing how he has been unable to move and speak these past few years. Um, and Cecilia had been tending to him. Uh, so he's going to dip his paintbrush into the paint, flick it up, and not realize that if you flick it up, paint splatters everywhere. So <laughs> so as he goes, oh, did he make like an Shit. And you see Pat's paint just, a flesh splatter of paint hits the wall that is yet to be done. And is all over his face and down his um, linen top. And he is just going to pause with the brush in his hand. Inhale. Exhale. And go, did your father make any cool inventions? And start to try to paint in front of him. She, she laughed a little bit but didn't want him to, <laughs> <laughs> to notice. <laughs> She, um, I'll see if I can find you a rag or something. And she goes to look. No, with, she no, talks. no! It is part of my aesthetic. I am a rugged mountain man, Cecilia. I just don't want you to it. get it on the floor. If it ah fuck, step on paint. <laughs> Shit. Um, but I think I think it's a nice color on you. So that's good. Oh, thank you. It matches my fur. Actually, now I have paint in my fur. That sucks, because now it's getting all matted. Uh, that's it. Fine, I'm cleaning this wall. I'm cleaning this wall. But was your dad like a tinkerer? Did he like make inventions if you had such a cool house? You know, I would think you would make like really unique things. It was kind of more like his hobby and stuff. Our house a lot was his hobby, I'd say, more than anything. Um... He, I remember one time he spent, like, the whole days just working on these cabinets in our house. He took out the old ones, and he was trying to make them fold in in a different way instead of opening them, and, but still trying to make it take enough space, and I, I just remember that because... Delmira was trying to cook at the same time while he was working on that day and he his cabinets bent out weird and one fell down over the fire at one point but it was fine <laughs> it got put out very quickly but um Jean-Claude is laughing his ass off and as he laughs because he is such a large man on top of this very small ladder you see it starts to rock back and forth with him on the top and he slams a hand into the wall to keep it from moving but it's into the fresh paint are you okay <laughs> I'm good I'm really good but your dad sounds like quite a fucking character. Would you say that, uh, and as he moves to brush a piece of hair out of his face, gets paint all <laughs> on the side of his face into his hair? He's looking for the rag. She <laughs> Would you say, Cecilia, if you had to pick, like, did you have, like, a favorite room in the house? I mean, if I had a dad who, uh, you know, made such, like, intricate designs, I feel like I'd have, like, a favorite spot. 
to look at and gaze out of as he's repainting over his hand. Then thinks letter just thinks of it and goes fuck it and just goes painting on. There's a pan print flat on on the wall. Well, he did make. It wasn't anything like fancy or anything, but he made a nice, a really nice bench that was fit right by my window really well so I could get the most light throughout the day for when I would read and everything and that's probably my favorite she takes the um takes the rag and tries to like see if she can get soak in water a bit <laughs> and you go know, here um will this help at all I mean you know, it's fur. I don't <laughs> know how much you will know. come out. It's okay. You know what? It is a thought that counts. And uh, give me one second. And as he reaches down with one hand, he has the paintbrush in the other. As he's leaning down, he accidentally makes a broad stroke across the wall that is yet to be finished in his reach time to get it. And goes, motherfucker, fuck and he slaps the rag against the wall and tries to erase it with the rag. Uh, <laughs> Jean Claude, I just, I just, uh, I'm, uh, I can help. Yes, but I keep fucking everything up. It's nothing new. Hey, Cecilia, hands her the paintbrush. I will, um, I will, uh, Organize something, something little where I cannot uh, break shit or whatever. No, you could do. You can do this. I think. I just think maybe just focus on going in small sections instead. Hmm. Uh, like you, when you are chewing a large piece of bread, you cannot just shove it at once into your mouth, as I tend to do. You know, it's best to take a little numbs. And as you, yeah. you know, slowly chew, you can taste the bread better. And, you know, the aromas. And I am really hungry. Well, um... I'm you sure paint... I went to go cook. There's a kitchen here, right? I saw a kitchen. Did you see a kitchen? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You take the paintbrush, and he's gonna climb down. <laughs> okay. Cracks like goes, Okay. I shall clean the kitchen up first. We have. There's a, this is a little overwhelming, Cecilia. I'm not going to lie. Walking into this mess, but uh, as you said, with the painting, we take one section at a time. You know, one little section. And eventually, we shall have a uh, nice space to stay in, and hopefully, this woman who's Story might be tragic because I assume her family is dead. I didn't want to ask her. That's what I thought she was implying. But yeah. I was also too scared to ask about it. Yeah, it's kind <laughs> um, of it's kind of really hard to be like, so yo, I assume they're dead. I didn't want to know how. I didn't know to know where and whatnot. Um, but I think she could use a little. Uh, it it can't hurt to help with a little pickup. Now and then. I bet, um, it seems like she's been working really hard, so, um, I bet she would appreciate a meal, too. 
Yeah. Do you cook a lot? No. <laughs> this would be fun. <laughs> As he pushes up his sleeves further that are now like doused in paint. Um at Claude. Yes. 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 Um It's Okay, I'm trying to be more assertive. She says once to herself again. She goes I just If that's what you want to do, I think that's that's great. Just um is do you want to see that all the way through, or it's it's I okay know. if you do decide you don't like the painting and things, but maybe we should just focus on like one thing at a time, so that yeah, something you... actually can get done. You might have picked up Cecilia that uh, when things get hard, I do leave them instead of sitting them out and trying to fight through it. I give up. Um. I should maybe follow through. I, d I didn't mean to. <laughs> They're um... just, he's just awkwardly. <laughs> you, you know, you know when you fuck up real bad? Everything after that that you fuck up with. It's like you're trying to swim. And if we fuck up, you're just getting further and further pushed under the water. Sorry, apologies. I know you were almost drowned by the scarecrow when I first uh, met you, which was traumatic for you and me. Um, but, uh, yeah. You know how, do you know, it, it feels like you're drowning with every little thing you fuck up, and so you just leave it? Um... I I haven't gotten that impression from you. I mean, um even even since we found out about the moon shards I haven't gotten the impression that, well, you would give up on all of this either. And actually, Timmy, we haven't been doing the. Yeah, do we have to do something the role? But. Um, yeah, I know. Um, I'm keeping track. But I'm asking because this would tie into one of her personal goals. Mm -hmm. You're asking so, me specifically. Yeah, so I'm basically history. basically I'm asking if I if I have enough to continue with this. Otherwise, I'll just make her back off and be like, I can't the, say it now, and the then do question, it later. The question, uh, the questions from Jean Claude and you offering uh, a solution for uh, to to Jean Claude in regards to the work being done. Uh, what that you two motivation tokens? Cool! Yay! We got our two first tokens, or Cecilia did. Cecilia got two. Cool. Um, I'll leave it there. She was, sh she'll, she'll back down from that for now. Um, is what I think she'll go. I mean, um, I mean, I don't know. Um, but 
I think things have gotten really hard for us already a lot of times and you haven't run away from that. So, I mean, Jaime being a werewolf and that would have been hard. We didn't leave that and and Stellar was annoying you like crazy and but it would have been really easy just to tell her she couldn't come but yeah but you were with me I was not alone how could I leave when you were with me well I well I'm trying to help you here too you know Oh, no, Cecilia. Hey, listen, listen. And he'll, you know, is she up on the ladder? Um, yeah. He'll, um, you know, since he's, I'm Sue, almost as tall as the ladder, you know, rest <laughs> his chin on one of the rungs with his hands on it and goes, listen. You have been such a great help to me. Just by being you. I'm just trying to say, um, maybe it felt like you were running away from things, um, but I haven't seen that. Not in the time I've known you, which, I mean, admittedly isn't very long, but, um, it's been really... Um, a really scary week, so. I'm sorry. I think a lot of people would run away in that time. No. Not with a brilliant girl such as yourself. I cannot leave you. I mean, you could handle it. I mean, you've seen you, and his chin is still resting on the rung. With the way that you sling your spells around? You don't need me. I'm just happy to enjoy the ride. But it has been rough, hasn't it? I think... It's been easier for not being alone. I think we're a lot braver when we're not alone. I think we're a lot braver when we have someone who believes in us. And with that, with his paint-covered hand, he's gonna tap her shoulder and then go beep, 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 and draw a smiley face. Now we're twins. I wasn't going down alone with this paint all over me. <laughs> I don't have a lot of clothes packed, but um, that's... <laughs> 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 he goes, uh, it gives you character. And then <laughs> just slowly, like, moves down the ladder. It okay, Cecilia. well enough, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you, it matches you, you have a beautiful uh, color scheme. It, it works, it works. Trust me, trust I'll me. I'll go I ahead and say, you, you have three motivation tokens. Yay, Cecilia! Cool. Both of us? Uh, yeah, we're doing a group pool. Oh, I oh, have yeah. three too? 
Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, Jenny, get those tokens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, she's just like, I, Jenny, you do everything. When we're, like, bro- we're like, both Jenny's contributing <laughs> very equally, I feel, to everything, you know. We are being a very nice partnership. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought I, I was uh, from the beginning. I was referring to a group pool of every. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, damn, Jenny's so good at this, guys. I'm so. <laughs> the both of you are so good at this. The both of you are so great. <laughs> what I was gonna say is, for people who are curious with the clean spirit, um, you know, gaming experience, we have to have group goals and personal goals. So that's what Jenny was kind of bringing up earlier. Our group goals are things that Cecilia and John Claude can accomplish together. And the personal goals are a little bit more close to the heart. So um, am I allowed to share with the viewers? Can I do things? Yeah, absolutely. So one of my personal goals that Jenny knows about, which was, was find a moment to confess something, right? Is that the one you were thinking of Jenny well I was thinking of one of my personal goals and I decided to shy away from that because I'm I'm like at least trying to like um I'm trying to embrace the mechanics of that and of the game and see where that leads me um in terms of her emotional flow of everything like I felt compelled to fulfill one of her personal goals here but we had two tokens and not three you're supposed to have three to use it I was like well that makes a nice that works out because it makes a nice opportunity for me to say, no, she's not ready for this yet, actually. Um, and to move on the later is what I decided. It's so mo- fascinating, too. Motivation tokens are, are gained in this uh, scenario when a character asks another question, uh, asks another character a moving question, or if they help another character uh, with one of their goals, or they offer a solution to a problem, or they deepen their shared history, um, or if they get lost in thought. That's the entire list so i've been keeping track of uh every of of things that they've been talking about and when they go from one thing to the next i'm keeping track of their motivation tokens which they could then spend on completing their goals yeah and our group goals for the viewers are to reduce clutter um me and jenny talked about this before we played to find a book for both of them to read um to honor the loss of life and a life once known so those are their three group goals. And we each have three personal goals, um, but the game ends when you complete two of the group goals and two of the personal goals. So, yeah. We got some goals to complete. So we're going to get those tokens. <laughs> Rack them up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I don't know that we're necessarily um, playing as like intended, but I like, I like how it leads the narrative, even if we're not doing it like exactly how it says or whatever. I like how it leads um, to the, to the emotional flow of things. And I was like, I like, I really like how it makes, it makes sense. And I really, and how it encourages, like it pushes to, I like, it might be like hard to tell of just watching, but like from like my brain is like it is pushing to like um to ask more and to and to learn more and understand and I really I really like how that how it sets up how at least it for me like it's setting up my brain to like do that to yes. do that well, even if we're not so, doing it like exactly 
So Dragmire Draws asks, so it's a game of goals. And it's not only just a game of goals. It's ones that are like deeply attached to emotional, the emotional place of the characters. Um, you know, how the characters are doing, like fears. Like it, it's very um, introspective. And um, I would say this is more, you know, R this is definitely more RP heavy. Um, rather than like, oh, you know, like th that you have to you have to work for some of these things, you know. Mm -hmm. Um. That being said, we have three token. We can't spend them yet, though, right, Jenny? We should save them up. We can. Yes. We can complete a personal goal or a group goal, and play out that scene if we want or we can keep just role playing and acquiring more whatever makes makes sense you know yeah are we ready to spend them on a group goal yet i mean maybe maybe take our time what do you think yeah i'm cool with whatever um though i do I, I do feel this might be a good time for Let's do it. one of Cecilia's personal goals. Yes. With how the conversation, the one she... I've, um, I've been trying to help you. I don't know what your goals are. <laughs> no, that's the... That, I'm, I'm keeping them hidden on purpose in this regard. And I will tell you which one now, if, I've, if we're using the three tokens for this scene. Yes, please is, do. Um, she was reluctant to say it before, but I think with the conversation and response already one of them is one of her personal goals is to ensure claude will stay with her since she's been fearful about that since his original reason to stay was because of the moon shards being a lead on his niece and now he knows that the moon shards were manipulating him and that they might not actually be connected to his niece at all so that's been a little bit of a fear of hers that. I'm gonna cry, Jenny! I know. That's why I wanted to keep it <laughs> hidden. <laughs> this is and the, the kind conversation of exciting happened. You find you a clean spirit. To, <laughs> you happened to guide it in that direction already, Emma, from the whole like the, the running around and doing different things and not committing thing. It actually lended to that like perfectly. So I was like, I guess this is the one I'm doing. <laughs> I guess this is the personal goal I'm fulfilling. <laughs> Okay, let's plant this scene. This is gonna hurt. Okay, go for it. Um, she does... She... Finally, I'd say now, after him um, saying very forthright um, just now about um, how there's no reason for him to run away when she's there. Um, she was holding it back before. She didn't want to ask because it is hard. But she asks now. She is. Are you sure you still want to even do this? I mean, there's no reason for you to anymore, right? The moon He's... shards, they don't have 
they're not connected to Sylvie. He slowly turns to look at her and says, I know. I just don't understand why. Why? You would, st you would still want to risk your life if Do you want me to leave? No. I mean... Then why would I? I just, um... I thought the reason you were coming was to get answers about her. No. I will always look for my niece. But I have accepted that if I cannot find her, she will always be here. And he flashes a little bracelet on his wrist. Is that your holy symbol? Hmm. But in regards to your question, Cecilia, I do wind. And he's going to stride up to her and cross his arms. I never leave a cadet behind. I, um... I was just really... confused. I kind of was thinking while we were traveling, after we found out the other night. Um... Thank you. No. No thanks. I, no. 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 And he's starting to get he's starting to get upset. Did, did you did, I, I I know I'm a lot sometimes. But did you really think that I would just leave you behind Cecilia? Do you it do well, the dust to your body? And I, no, Cecilia. I didn't think you would just leave me. I just thought maybe like make sure I was doing okay or maybe and then maybe like wish me luck or something I it's I'm glad I'm glad you want to help me I just would understand why you why you wouldn't want to is all well you don't need to help on that because I want to help you I think you are very intelligent very strong young woman who could use a friend. 
And I know I'm like a 30-something year old man, so I don't mean that in a creepy way. Please, 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 all the gods above, I don't mean in a real creepy way. Yeah, I just mean it in like a respectful platonic. <laughs> you... <laughs> please, 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 please. I mean it as I could use a fun too. If that makes sense. Yet again, this is very creepy for a 30-something-year-old man. <laughs> I never knew that um, to make friends, you just have to go out and um, do incredibly dangerous things. If I'd known that, maybe I would have started a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you grab the moonshots earlier? I mean, fuck me, Cecilia. Do you know how I know how I made most of my friends? Actually, I only had very few through the band I used to have and drinking. That's kind of a rough way to build a friendship, let me tell you. And you don't keep in... Well, you have Kirkosh. Yeah, but even he lied to me about his name. I mean, I love that man like a brother, but what the fuck? <laughs> he lied to you about... Who he was. It's okay. No, he, he has every right to lie. I just have to beat someone up for him. He has an alias and whatnot, but he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's my friend, but it again came from a drinking buddy. Luckily, that worked out, but it's not really healthy to have substances in a relationship, no matter what it be. Either way, I thought we were friends, so fuck me, I guess. <laughs> I... Well, I'm glad that we can be friends who weren't in a band together and also weren't drinking buddies. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, the band, Cecilia, the drama! Let me tell you, when we broke up, oh god, it was awful. It was catastrophic. Never join a band. It will always break up. And there will always be a different reason for why it didn't work. Now that Stellar's not here, will you tell me no. what the name of your game <laughs> oh. <laughs> And as he's rolling up his sleeves and walking into the kitchen, he goes, And Cecilia, you let me know when you are done with me. Okay? Actually, you know what? No. No, 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 no. If we are friends, I get to stay as long as I want. Okay. And he goes back into the kitchen. <laughs> All right. Personal goal and an additional motivation token. Yay! We yeah. get another one. So now we're back to so now we're back to one token because we one. used up three, right? Oh, yes. No. Mm, okay. So now we get one. You make I'll your way into the kitchen, um, because because Fran said she would make you hot drinks, and it's been a hot while. Um, actually, I, I got it. She, oh, I got it. <laughs> she says she would give you hot drinks, but she gave you a hot while. A hot sack. Dang. Damn. Wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why he's the narrator, ladies and and non-binary folks. Babies and gentle thems. Babies and gentle thems. Oh, I love gentle thems. <laughs> um. You make your way into the kitchen, and it's a, um, it's certainly the, it's certainly the best cleaned part, of the best 
um, like the cleanliest, the, the cleanest part of the of what you have seen so far. It doesn't seem like this is the area she tended to first, um, where you would see like barrels of like you know just different um, sundries and, and ingredients and such have been. Uh, it's not like sort of barren and empty. Uh, now with just like um, now with just like humble offerings of seemingly things she'd use to serve herself um, while she fixes the place up. Uh, currently on a sort of like a ceramic st- a ceramic stove with a fire underneath is a pot of um, is a pot of water that is ha- is is boiling um, and it's been reduced uh, a good bit now. Uh, like uh, all the water's almost gone away. And you see Fran in a chair, um, leaning against the wall. She's fallen asleep. Oh, she's oh, no. basically collapsed, like tired. Oh, okay, okay. Hold on. Uh, I'll turn off the stove because we don't need the fire. Um, and then he's gonna quickly poke his head out, run back to Cecilia, and go, hey, Cecilia, uh, do you see like a bedspread or something somewhere? Fran passed the fuck out, and she'll have her neck if she sleeps like that. Um, maybe upstairs with the, that's where the bedrooms were. There's um, an upstairs I didn't even notice coming in. There's an upstairs. <laughs> Two-tiered <laughs> two, two building, yes. Oh, good, good, good. You're so perceptive, Cecilia. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good wisdom score. It makes my perception higher. Anyway. I'm, I'm, I know you're so wise. This is why, this is why you, we get along well. You need a 13 wisdom I'm to see stairs. I'm the intelligent one. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I know. This is why we're such a good pal. You are so wise and I am so book smart and intelligent. It's why it works out well for us. Okay. So hold on. <laughs> she 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 looks upstairs. Um, looking upstairs is a little mini labyrinth of like of a hallway that leads to multiple multiple rooms. Um, going to each one, you definitely find whatever you um, definitely find whatever you're looking for. But these places seem to have been uh, lived in for a bit. Uh, some of them with an assortment of different possessions that might have belonged to an assortment of different people. Um, but it's clear that these have been here since... Uh, these have been here aging with the place. So. But you find what you're looking for. Yeah. She... She tries to decide if it's easier to to bring her upstairs to like a bed or something or to bring like he said something, something downstairs for yeah. her and she just well she'll bring something downstairs to hopefully comfortably sleep on at least the comfortable or <laughs> like uh, did you find like there's like a pallet a fuzzy blankie anything up there um there's a lot of stuff up there actually like Ooh. tons of stuff Oh no, um, oh, more to clean. <laughs> I um here I can help. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's get a nice spot over here. And where is that picture? You had a picture, right, Tim, of what it looks like? Yes, one moment, please. Oh, I found it. It's in the Discord. Discord, yes. Um, 
So the kitchen, that's the second floor. I want the first floor. Okay, it looks like there's a bar. Is there, a, I believe there's a bar there. Yes. Um, so Uncle goes, you know what? The bell might be a good spot because, you know, if something, I don't know what could happen, but if I throw something accidentally, whatever, or, or whatnot, paint splatter, she'll be protected by the walls of the bow. It is like a little the barricade of sorts. That's, um, some good foresight. Um, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I, I also, the smell of liquor is calling to me, but focusing and he's going to go over to the bar, um, crawl, um, underneath it to get behind it and just start picking up, you know, the tin cups. There might be a few broken glassware that he's going to start picking up and he's just clearing the floor, um, to make it, uh, more manageable for a pallet, you know, any old beer bottles or, you know, whiskey glasses that have been unclean. He's just gathering them towards the end of the bar so that he can take them to the kitchen to wash and, uh, you know, getting that floor all cleaned up so that they can pull in the pallet, um, so that she can take a snooze. <clears throat> so, um, getting everything all, all nice and set. Um, you, you gently wake her, um, so she can move there. Uh, she, oh, she awakes with a very soft stir, um, looking up to, towards you. Her eyes are really heavy. Um, she, there's a lot of energy in her, like, f like forcing her eyes open. Oh, uh, no, 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 oh, good, oh, good. Oh, I'm, I'm so dreadfully sorry, I... No, 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 I was going to ask you, we have a little bed set for you, um... Would you like to? I, I, you look, you look very, very tired. I could either assist you over, uh, Madame, or you know, you're more than welcome to take yourself. But uh, behind the bar, we set up a little, uh, a little nook for you, just to take a snooze, oh. rather than in the kitchen, because I'm going to most assuredly accidentally burn something, or you know, uh, blow something up, and I want you to be far away from the kitchen. You know? He's not going to burn mm -hmm. something or blow something up. No, um, I would Because I'm never. going to help him. Ah, that is what friends do. We help each other out. So, madame, if you could please step out of the kitchen. Um, onto your lovely mat. Oh, uh... uh <laughs> please. Um, yes, of, of course. Um, <laughs> she... Uh, she stand. Um, she stands, but she uses the wall for a moment. She climbs to her feet. Um, the two of you um, have been uh, very accommodating in my own uh, place of accommodation. Um, how are you feeling? Have you been working a lot today? Um, yes, the days have melted together. Um, it seems and. I've really just been toiling away at this as fast as I possibly can. Why? Is there a time limit to reach? No. Um. It just feels like something I should have done a long time ago. You know? Uh, no. She walks out of the kitchen. She sees the the mended chair. 
the paint on the wall with one handprint on there. <laughs> but you see she looks at that, at the handprint. Her eyes sort of like adjust, widen at that. And she smiles a little bit. I like the personal touch. Yes, I'm quite the artiste. That was completely intentional. Extremely personal since it's, you know, his hand. Yes, <laughs> and, 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 and so much is communicated with the hand. A greeting of salt so that when people walk into the, walk into your fine establishment and see a hand put on their wall, they know, oh, it is a, a open palm, you know, welcoming me in and, 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 uh, you know, uh, mm -hmm. a comrade in arms, you know, hand to hand. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, she looks over to Cecilia, <laughs> uh, the both of you. Um, and she just goes to Cecilia. Did you do one of those as well? I don't see any. Um, do one of what? The handprint. Oh, um, no, I didn't, but, um, I could. You should. I'd love that. To have something to remember to the two generous travelers who helped me. All right. It's nice to, it's nice to paint the stories as you, as you go. I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, um, thank you Just goes, so much. Just makes a handprint. Um. She's going to go ahead and sit down on the, um, she, she goes to the bedroll, but she starts like, but she's like, she's like generally like looking like everywhere and. There's like, you know, she's happy. Um, the 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 miasma that's that's plagued her for that bit kind of like broke through for a while as she sees the two of you working and cleaning the place up. Um, the whiskey glasses and stuff that you put all to the side, Jean Claude. It it really spruces up like the, the image of the image of the place. Yeah, and the broken ones, he'll find like a burlap bag to toss them in because. We can't have any people cutting their hands on glass. But the dirty glasses he's going to take into the kitchen to wash up so that they can start working on um, dinner of sorts or a meal. Um, <clears throat> uh, thank you again. I hope the two of you find some good rest um, anywhere in here. Honestly, it's just nice to... Um have some problems that we can fix, you know, tangibly. It's, it's nice to, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, okay, cleaning time. And he goes uh, into the kitchen with the glasses and starts cleaning up the glasses um, and taking stock of what they can use uh, to cook with, if there's anything to cook with. Just definitely whatever you need. Okay, Cecilia. Come. What do you want to make? Uh, well, 
How about uh, and he looks outside. What time is it? How how like uh Yeah, it's getting to it's getting towards like um like nine like Shit. It's getting late. Nine PM. Yeah, like I was gonna say like between eight and nine. It could be early eight. Okay, okay. It is getting dark, Cecilia. We have to pick up the pace now. Um let's do breakfast for dinner. All right. Pancakes, eggs, bacon. And he's uh, opening, you know, a fridge of sorts to see what's in there. Nix the bacon, no bacon. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, eggs. Nope, nope, no eggs. Okay, let us look. Uh, I do have a little bit of flour. Okay, flour, one thing. Um, and he's just like scanning the cupboards. Um, that looks like a bit of uh, sugar, sugar, dips a finger in it, salt, salt, okay, nope, 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 nope. Um, <laughs> okay, we have flour, we have salt, um, uh, salty pancakes, savory pancake, that could be good, that could be good. Uh, let's just look down here, and he's opening the cupboards below the sink. Yeah. Peeks up. We do have um, our own supplies, too. We have a lot of apples. <gasps> we could make an apple fritter, like the maple fritter assholes. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, get those apples out. Come on, you are my sous chef. <laughs> Prepare the apples. And he's digging beneath. Um, he picks out like one very moldy potato and goes, potential, potential. Puts the potato aside. <laughs> Maybe, and... um... <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, perhaps. I don't think it'll go with the apple fritters. Oh, you know what we could use for sugar, Cecilia? I know, I know. And he runs back to the bar being very quiet, tiptoes around <laughs> and grabs one of the bottles of simple syrup that he saw. That's <laughs> normally for cocktails. And he sneaks back in. It goes, look, look, sugar, perfect. We could use this uh, sugar. Uh, and then uh, I saw a little bit of baking soda in the back. And he picks that out, takes that out. Okay. Okay. We're getting somewhere here. We're getting somewhere. Here. I, I feel it coming into my mind, the pancake. Filming the pancake with the apple pancake, a pie. Not the pie, too much work. Pie on top of pancake. Okay, hold on, hold on. No, oh, wait, wait, I have another idea. <laughs> Often in cleaning supplies, there is apple cider vinegar that you could use as a rising agent in the pancake. Hold on. And he sprints off to where he saw a bunch of, you know, pails and mops in the corners, digging through, digging through. Um, and just starts opening these different jars and smelling each of them. Nope, nope, that's straight up legal. Okay, all right, hold on, hold on. Nope, 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 all right. And he is going through each looking for apple cider vinegar. I'm going to um, cut up some apples and things. <laughs> <laughs> um, is Jean-Claude vegan, chat asks. <laughs> no, but I was inspired to make these from my vegan friend. And they have so few ingredients, which is why... <laughs> Because John is using the vegan recipe. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs> use apple cider vinegar to make pancakes without using egg. Ooh. Mm -hmm. um, eventually, he'll find one jar that has a little bit of apple cider vinegar at the bottom. And uh, he comes in with the jar 
uh, and goes, you know, these are also very good for fruit flies, I have felt. You put it in a little bowl and you put it out there for when they are flying around just to kill them all and run them to the bottom. What purpose um, is it? I see. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's... You know a lot about a lot of things. Uh, around the home, yeah. Um, have you made these before? Yeah. Wow. And um, he's just quietly parceling out ingredients, grabbing a bowl, washing it out because it's a little dusty. And he's just very methodically moving pieces. You hear the clinking of a metal forks and spoons as he's rifling through the drawer, pulling some out. You're the captain, so you should tell me what to do then. How are the Eppos coming, Sushif? I... How many do you need? She's already cut a few into slices. Let's see, we have three people. I eat for two. Let's make let's do five apples. Give us five servings. Uh, I wonder if we could use the simple syrup with the apples to make a reduction of salts. <sighs> if only we had butter, but we do not. Okay, throw the apples in here with a bit of the apple cider vinegar. I'm going to go run. Nope, actually, nope, not that. He pushes it over here. He gives her the simple syrup and goes, I'm going to look at some cinnamon. I saw like a, a that what, wait, there was a cinnamon stick by the bell because I am sure they were making eggnog. And he scrooched back, um, goes like, <laughs> yet again, trying to be very quiet, going through like the dried thymes and dried herbs that one would normally use in a cocktail, finds a cinnamon stick, um, runs back and goes, You take this. I'm used to okay. it being locked up, but I have not used it as a stick, so take the stick. Okay. Oh, she goes, I don't know if it tastes good with it, but um, I do have... And she reaches into her bag of holding and pulls out the remaining chocolate. She oh! Goes, what is that? Have you had this before? Here, no. try some. What? She gives him a piece. It looks Gummy like poop. Try it, though. He'll <laughs> <laughs> take, take a corner. You see his bovine nose, you know, this big cow man nose just throws it in. <laughs> and he has a bit of like a heart attack. <laughs> oh no. And you see him, you see him slowly slide down the wall. <laughs> his hand clutched to his chest as his eyes are just wide. Delmira brought it back. Um, are you oh, are you okay? I um, Sissy. you're not allergic, are What was that? Um, it's called chocolate. Do you have more? This is all I have. Delmira brought it, um, home from her last trip. You see him all of a sudden stand up very quickly. And this... Eight foot tall, hulking furball man is looking down at you menacingly and goes, <laughs> We need to secure more, Cecilia. 
Soon. I don't know. I don't remember when she got it, but or yeah. where she got it, but we're going to be traveling. I I bet we'll go through a place with it eventually. We shall buy them out. No chocolate shall be left in the region. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Complete monopoly! And then he goes back to, you know, whisking together things in the bowl. He goes, chop up that chocolate! Put that to the side! We'll use it as a sprinkle of salt! We shall be brilliant! Brilliant! <laughs> That's a great singing. idea. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say, guys are sitting in five motivation tokens right now. Oh, oh, cool. shit! Okay, so now we're at two technically for our next round. We need one more. Okay. Well, well, it's five, and that's not counting the three we spent, right? Not so counting we the three. have. Oh, so not we have we have enough. Yeah, to... this is your current pool. Oh, cool. Okay. Okay. Great, Jenny. What do we want to spend it on? Um, I I mean I did, I did one of mine. We could do a group goal, or we could do one of your personal goals. So one of the group goals was honoring the loss of life and life once known. I know that's pretty intense, but they've been talking a lot about your dad. Um, mm -hmm. And especially Jean-Claude really wanted to talk about the bench to read books on because Sylvie loved reading. Um, and that's something she would have liked as well. Um, so if you want, we can save that scene for later and I can do one of, uh, you know, a diff we can do a different one, but I just feel like that one might be fun to play out and touch upon. Yeah, I'm good with anything. Also, I love how in the system you check in with the player about like, hey, you want to do this scene together? Because they're so emotionally intense. Like, I feel like in D&D, &D, not that I'm shitting on anything, but it's very hard to be like, hold on one second. Can we like, are we good to do this scene? <laughs> like you just dive in. So it's really nice just to check in and be like, you good with this? You good with this? Yeah, Timmy just shows up and is like, hey, um, now your girlfriend is fighting you and going to mm -hmm. push you off a cliff. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's me, your 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 backstory father. You know me? I'm in danger. I'm in danger. <laughs> you know me? Uh, help. Thanks, thanks, babe. Bye. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, so um, while Cecilia is chopping up the apples, you know, I'm simmering them into, you know, like the simple syrup and Jean-Claude is working on the dry ingredients. He goes, um, uh, the, you mentioned your dad made, like, a, a greeting bench for you. Mm hmm It, he knew I liked to sit by the window in the morning because it was easier to see, especially if it wasn't, if the weather wasn't very, like, if it was too cold outside. So... He he made it there so I wouldn't have to move the chair across the room every single time, and it fit really nicely. You have a very good dad, Cecilia. I do. He's lucky to have you. 
That actually does seem to strike something, and she closes up a bit at that. Um, And she just kind of keeps chopping. Shit, I know we're role-playing one scene, but now I'm wanting to do one of my personal ones. Let's just I'll move wait. it then. Yeah. Just move it. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm cool with that. Uh he'll say, um You know, um I uh I I wanted to be a dad. Oh yeah? Um, I was really jealous of my brother. Uh, he just found someone who... he wanted to share life with. I didn't. So... You're talking like it's too late? <laughs> I, uh, I don't think being an adventurer and uh, a family man go hand in hand, uh, as you've mentioned with your sister settling down with her, you know, boyfriend. Uh, not, uh, the road, not a great place for kids. Um, so I, I, I really appreciate you sharing this earlier of your dad um, I, I like to uh, I like to hear um, you know positive ways that uh, fathers touch the lives of their kids because we have so many tragic ones you know so many uh, you know um, people have it rough. I'm... You don't have to adventure for the rest of your life. Couldn't you, after everything, still settle down and have a family if you wanted? Save my niece. Why should I have the ultimate joy and honor and pleasure of being a dad if I cannot do that one thing? Did I make Tim cry? (laughs) I'm sorry! Keep going, it's okay. If, um, I 
when someone or something sets out to hurt someone innocent, is it the fault of the people who love that person that that happened? Ouch, Jenny. <laughs> Fuck. Because I don't think so. No, but the pain that you feel? I can barely handle losing a niece. How would I handle losing a child? I think there's a difference between grief and guilt. And I think you know it's not your fault. You wouldn't think anyone else in your position, you wouldn't think it was their fault. But it doesn't make it any less painful. But I don't know, should just should the grief you feel over it and the fear of feeling that again stop you from all the happiness you could have if you just went for what you wanted? Is he... that worth it? You definitely see... Um... Whereas before, his hands were still on the counter, and he was listening to you. He started picking up again, and he started whisking things, and his hands are moving as he's grabbing glasses, putting them down, um, checking the oil in the pan, checking the burner, as he starts to... As he shuts down, but in a different way, um, where he's trying to use the movement of objects. As he says... Um, Well, if I have a daughter like you, Cecilia, then it would be worth it. And goes back to uh, pouring the batter into the griddle. I bet. Um, I bet when we're done with all of this, you'll find someone else who needs you too. Fucking ouch, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny's fucking coming at me with the fucking things today, man. Fucking, who do you think you are? Fucking ouch! Jenny! Who the hell do you think you are on this stream in this in this environment? Jenny Sherrard, everyone. She's someone you would be, you should be overjoyed and terrified oh. to play with this she woman. No, you. Amazing Anyways. I am absolutely what? blessed me? to have two amazing Great, a fantastic players playing this. No, you game with me. No, you. This is too heavy. Drag my draws goes. I can't. I can't take it anymore. It's too heavy. Um, we haven't even. It's supposed to be a cleaning game. 
We are cleaning. We're cleaning. We're cleaning, cleaning our spirit. emotional baggage. Cleaning the spirit. Yeah. It is. It is. It's cleaning the spirit. Um, Ugh, with that, um, with that, I need to go dry my eyes. Um, <laughs> let's take this moment to take a break. Ten minutes this time instead of the usual fifteen. Ten um, minute break, folks. Can I add the the one, the one bit she was going to add? Just it's so mm -hmm. minor, but she just like, I'll say she. She keeps chopping things up and um, for for the for the chocolate pieces into the little bits and waits for a second and she, when she doesn't like you know hear an immediate response and she goes and I think when they do you should help them too and that's it that's all I wanted to add <laughs> and with that. We're going on break. I'm going to take a shot. <laughs> see, you, see you in 10 minutes, everyone. We'll be back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to... We uh, finally hmm? stopped crying so we can <laughs> return. Took a bit. That, that, I had to... Oh, boy. Uh, Fuck me, clean spirit. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Cassie, Cassie, Cassie. Cassie, Cassie. What have you done? What have you done? What have you done to us? <laughs> we would not be having these conversations right now if we didn't decide to play this. But it's Honestly, really though, nice. If you as a DM or, you know, any game you're running, you need a moment where characters have to talk about shit. Like, you, they need to have some, like, emotional... Throw this at them. Do it. <laughs> I dare you. I it love... will come out whether you want it to or not. <laughs> These moments of affirmation and opening up to each other, it's its what makes people closer. Uh, Jean-Claude and Cecilia. They're nice. I uh, can't wait for JT to go back and catch up on this later, you know, when he's not watching football, presumably, I'm presuming, and, and to be like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like I'm done. <laughs> All right. With that said, why don't we go ahead and pick up where we left off within the kitchen of the sleepy sheep. Sleepy sheep. Maybe as we're finishing up everything. I feel like their pancakes are coming to a close. With chocolate sprinkles that aren't actual sprinkles, they're pieces of chopped chocolate, so they will will melt. But it'll be delicious, I imagine. Yeah, you've Still. got like some uh, some um, sliced apples that have been like you know soaked in like you know and uh, baked in sugar a little bit. So you got those on the side with these like flapjacks. So actually, it's pretty pretty interesting. A pretty interesting. Is it the greatest? No, but I think they did, they did good for what they have. Yeah. And eat. Just try them. Or I used to, I used to whenever we'd go to eat in the freaking, in our other game, I just always just do this randomly and Timmy would just <laughs> lose it. I would just be like, yep. <laughs> or I had a pencil, I think I used to have at my old booth and I would just, a couple and, times. <laughs> and we, and we consume... <laughs> 
The pancakes. Like um, half, I, half gestures. Half <laughs> gestures. Gentle gestures. Terrible. But I would assume that we do it at the finish, the chair that Cecilia fixed. The chairs that Cecilia fixed. Um, yeah. I'll flip over a table. Make it a little, little less rickety. Put like a, you know, a, um, a book or something underneath one of the legs so it's more stable. So they can eat their, their, their whatever concoction this is uh, at the table. And actually, since he used a book to put it under the table, he'll look back to where there's just like a pile of books um, in the corner and a bookshelf that has its shelves that have fallen through. And he'll point with his fork um, and look at Cecilia and go, I have a feeling we could, we could fix that, yeah? Or maybe take some more books for the bag, eh? Um... Yeah, I think it'd be nice to fix... Fix it up. It's easy to... Organize them, too. Do you have any books that you want to get rid of in the bag? Maybe add it? To the else, like um, a donation? Yeah, I'm sure I can spare some. I haven't gotten a chance to read these, but some of them are just kind of dated. She pulls some out, but I also don't want to leave the worst ones either. Um, uh... Oh, I have, I do have, I forgot I have other books. Um, she'll take um, the Ruby Spindle, <laughs> the classic. No, she take she takes the Ruby Spindle book. She has. Um, I remembered I sent this with Delmira to read um, last time she went adventuring, but um, she kind of checks just, I can, her bookmark's still on chapter three, so I guess she ran out of time. Ooh, maybe not this one then, if she's still reading it. I think it's okay. Ah, couple, okay. Um, and he'll take the book and um, walk over. And he goes, uh, You are the woodcarver's daughter. Why don't you work on fixing the shelves? I'll start stacking and fixing up these books and making them, arranging them into different genres and whatnot. Okay. Um, and she will work on on the bookshelf. Yeah, you know when stand upright. <laughs> you know when you have in a bookshelf, like it's my least favorite fucking thing. Where one like the for some reason the shelf that lies like this is like askew or something at once. <laughs> yeah. Like one side keeps falling yeah. One side keeps falling down and you have to find ways to you know, push it out. It, it, it's so fucking annoying. That's what is happening to this bookshelf for sure. <laughs> While the books fell on the floor. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I know, I know. It's painful. It's painful. <laughs> Tim, Tim isn't. <laughs> That's what I leave you with, Jenny. That's what I leave you with. <laughs> Timmy is unhappy. <laughs> Tim is displeased. Um, she. Yeah, she. Is working on it and. Just fiddling around with it, trying to get the shelves even again and she she asks um 
You and Jaime were talking about some books, weren't you? I don't remember... What were what kind of books do you like to read? Uh, I like to uh, read books that um, really focus on um, uh, 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 you know the the, the, the tropes of uh, you know coming of age. Um, I'm very uh, more so interested though in like interpersonal relationships in books, uh, you know. <clears throat> how people, uh, why people come together, or, uh, how they work, how they do not work. <clears throat> you know, it's important for me as a captain uh, to see how these, uh, how, how these people function together. You know, I come across so many people in my travels that I should, I should, uh, you know, be more aware of such things. So those are the books that we discussed. Oh, anyway. like, like different, like mysteries and uh, yeah and then... yep, that's what i read yep exactly okay so let me uh <laughs> he's like trying very hard <laughs> to not <laughs> say he loves reading ya romance novels <laughs> um he goes yeah a little bit of mystery a little bit will they won't they is always the question you know um Absolutely not. Will they, uh, won't they, like, um, catch the murderer? Yeah, or... what do you like to read? Well, uh, medical books? That cannot be it. That is more of your career, not the uh, passion. Well, I just, I kind of would read whatever we found ever in town. I read every book anyone owned, basically, in the village, because we didn't have a ton, to be honest. Like, there's no library there. Um, but I like everything, basically. I mean, I, I read... Delmira brought me a lot of um, medical books whenever she saw them, because she knew that was... The best way for me to learn outside of um, studying with the high prioress of the temple. Um, but hers were more about divine healing and some practical, but not much about um, discoveries being made and things like that or specific diseases and stuff. That's what I was learning from the books. But I like Ruby Spindle. Uh, Demira brought it back. One day she said it was really popular, that they had a lot of copies at the libraries. It's about this adventurer girl named Ruby. I'm trying to remember, because this is a book that's come up in a game before, and it's been oh. so long. I'm trying to remember the exact plot, but it's been over two years. Yes. Oh, Jesus! And he brought it up in Blackguard's gallery today, too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Brooke was reading did? it. Okay, that's why I brought it up again, yeah. Um, But... It's about an adventurer named Ruby, and she has this... Well, you were talking about the interpersonal relationships and things, too, and that made me think of it, but there's she has this companion, and he's, like, this kind of trickster guy at first, but then he turns more... Um, well, he, 
he was going to trick her originally at the beginning of the story when she was going off on her adventure, but then um, he starts to actually like her, and so then he's, Uh, like, all torn and stuff, and, oh. um, but I, I haven't read the seventh book yet, What? I only have up to six, Oh, and then fuck! she couldn't find number seven, so I had to skip to number eight, and This I'm very is confused too about what happened, because they went to the Feywild in one of them, and... Oh, no, fuck that Feywild! They, they are fucking liars in the Feywild, let me tell you. And They're I never like... found out how they got back, but now he's, like, been a lot darker in this book, and I just really want them to go back to the friendship they had, to be honest. Yeah, well, the Feywild is a fucked up place, so I get why he's only doing it. Let me ask you, how is the Feywild described in this book? Well, it's like it, it was kind of like a cliffhanger at the end of the book, and I didn't get to read the book that focused on the Feywild part, so I don't really know that much about it. Bah! You know, because everyone says, you know, it's so beautiful, and it's so, you know, it's a it is so lovely, and you know, the trees are so green now. And meanwhile, he burps. <laughs> meanwhile, I, I, it is a fucked up, sick, distorted. I was choking on smoke and whatever. And he goes back to the. He goes. I had me from the beginning, but as soon as you said silkies, I knew I would be fucked. Yeah, I think. I think I heard that the they're supposed to get up to um, eleven books soon, so they are very successful. Oh. <sighs> Books. Oh, God. They're not very long, though. <laughs> ah. Maybe I'll give the first one a go. I don't know. Series, it's a lot to dedicate my time to. But what about this one, Cecilia? Okay, it is called uh, Sinfully Sweet. You see him pick up this little. <laughs> Sinful small... and sweet? <laughs> Sinfully sweet, small black book. Um, he... <laughs> Timmy is, like, scared. This is gonna be a part of my world? <laughs> Sinfully sweet. Got it. This is kid. He flips her those buttons. pieces. Let me just read the passage from this. Uh, weird slip. <laughs> weird slip from my lips, forming into his name. Over and over again. He leans down, bending my body to his will, and claims my ma- oh! <laughs> He slams <laughs> No! No! Sinfully sweet as a no! Who the fuck put that in this library? What do you know? Keep reading, Avius. <laughs> <No! laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Avius! <laughs> no, he'll take the book and slam it on the skull. You have no body! You are a skull! <laughs> Do not let JJ agree this. She is a child. Um, Atheus, are you okay? <laughs> I can hear me more. She pulls him back up. <laughs> that sounds like a book you'd like, you know, uh, since you're very sinful. <laughs> 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 because Cecilia, this is not the sins that Atheus wants to commit, let me tell you. <laughs> I'm not sinful. I'm just. <laughs> and I'm just. 
Don't give him that You're angelically, you're angelically sour. Angelically sour. <laughs> I'm more than angels. I'm above all of them. <laughs> I'll give him the box. Uh, a, spectra, a spectral hand. He goes, and then the spectral hand kind of comes out and grabs the book. Oh, Jesus. And he just goes, oh, wow, you really can do magic, huh? <laughs> Celia, do not read that book. New trick I picked up all by myself. That's really good work. That must make, that's going to make things a lot easier for you. Mm. He goes, also, forgive me. I noticed something. I noticed we're not in the Salarian Empire inside well, of the building where we're supposed to be. With all due respect, High Lord Apheus, um, you're the one who talked to us first this time. The hand picks him up and he retreats into the book. <laughs> the book, uh, the hand does come up again and just grabs the book and brings it into the bag. Uh, uh, don't, oh, God. Don't go into the bag for a long time, Cecilia. Just close it. Close it. Close it. Her bodice was. <laughs> no! <laughs> close the bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that was traumatic. All right, so. Is there a you book don't like. read those kinds of books. I would, but like. I don't. I, when I, like an author, like, really drags something out, I'm kind of like, get to the point, you know? Like, oh, I said 11 books? That is a lot. Yeah. Um... It is kind of excessive, but then you start reading them, and then you're just like, oh, well, I can just read the next one, and then there's a lot of them. He takes the red spindle and flips it over in his hand. But but the guy, he starts out like a joke still, yes? Like, mm -hmm. And then he comes to have feelings for her? Well... They don't. He doesn't actually admit it until the fourth book. Um, but he does eventually admit it. Well, not to her. The first time we see it happen in the text, he actually accidentally says it to her mouse familiar. Shut up. Um, yeah, but the mouse can't talk. Even though he is conscious of human speech, he can't actually speak the human speech, so he's not able to tell her and so she just misinterprets all the signals oh from my god the so the, the mouse has to live with this burden of these two lovers who are miscommunicating oh shit this yeah. is okay this is i i don't and they haven't to... even found the spindle yet <laughs> so you see jean-claude slowly pulls up he goes uh, what is there another book to give away because i want i want to read this one. Oh, um yeah i can find another book um and she looks through the bag for, um, she'll look for some, through some of the medical books that she doesn't think she'll be that interested in. 
Wait, but <clears throat> Cecilia, I don't want to read all the extra lore and stuff, so would you be able to help me, like, skip over? Do you know what to skip over? Like, yeah, I, I don't need well, to know Well, maybe stuff, when so. you start reading, though, you might not feel like you want to skip it anymore because it's actually pretty fast-paced. They have lots of adventures and stuff together, and they're actually really fun, in my opinion. Does the author have another series? Um, she does. Yeah. Yep. What is it? I forget. Uh, Grand Verdant. Um, it's a, it is a series. It's basically the Ruby Spindle, but <laughs> gender flipped. <laughs> yes. Hold on. He's looking. He goes. Do you think she? It would be here. He looks at this pile of books. Um. Well, we can look. Did it come out? Wait, when did it come out? Was it recent? Was it after or before? I think it was before the Ruby Spindle <gasps> really got popular. Oh, that's so great. she written the Ruby Spindle and then she started the second book, but then she started working on this one instead. But then the Ruby Spindle got really popular, so she finished the second book after she published uh, Verdant Wheel. Okay. Yeah, take Ruby Spindle, and he hands it to her, and he's digging through the books looking for... Was it Verdant Wheel? Is that the other one? The Grand Verdant. The Grand, Grand Verdant. Verdant. I don't know where I got Grand Wheel Verdant. from. <laughs> Grand Verdant. Uh, and he, you know, you see him just flipping, constantly looking at the different bindings. Some of them in different languages he doesn't even understand. Um, and he looks up at her and goes, was it written in common? Uh... Um, yeah. Okay. okay. I'll say you do find, uh, through the thing, there is a crossover book between the both of them. Uh, it, <laughs> it's called A Court of Green and Red. Shut <laughs> the fuck up! I need a Court of Green and Roses! is a very, very popular fandom around this book that they are, you know, some of them are really cool and others are really scary. Isn't that written by the same author as A Throne of Window Panes? Yes, yes, it is. It's same as A Throne of Window Panes. And I believe she came out with another series that is, um, uh, uh, House of the something, House of the House of the Great Blue Sky. Uh, she, she, I think she's an elvish woman. Loves elves. All about elves. Yep. Or maybe she just really, really likes elves. Oh, uh, like a fetish or something. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. It's just I never. Her name never struck me as Elvish. Oh maybe, no, I thought it could it be like, a pseudonym. Oh uh, wait, no, I thought she was an Elvish woman writing about you know. She might be. Her. What if she's not though? <laughs> he goes. You know what? We have to read it, Cecilia. I, I, I. <laughs> he goes. It's such. It's got a cult following. At least we should know what it is about. All right. Which book are you reading first? A Court of Red and Green. <laughs> um, you read the first. You read the first chapter. It's good shit. <laughs> it's good shit. You know um, what? 
Um, so in a cult of blood and glee, get this. It's about this young woman who is a hunter. She provides for her family, and she has to go on a trip by herself to cross into a world she has never been to. Who does that sound like, Cecilia? Um... Kind of sounds like this other book I read. No, <laughs> not <Like> you. <laughs> as soon as he tosses the book to her, catch it. We're starting oh, book club uh, on Monday. She doesn't catch it. Um, okay. But <laughs> 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 picks it up. Now, there's a coat of red and green. Is there the sequel a coat of blue and gray? No. I have the books on my shelves. I'm looking at the colors <laughs> right fucking now. <laughs> I. That would make sense. Um, Does it? <laughs> I mean, you, I wouldn't be surprised if they just did all the colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm kind of scared to enter into this fandom, Cecilia. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Does this count as find a book they both like? Do we yeah, spend our yeah, tokens yeah, here to me? Yeah, um, you know what? I'll go ahead and... Uh, you know what? This is this is that. Um, definitely. You guys have three tokens le uh, left now. Oh! oh snap. So we have three left. We can we can win the game, right? We can win D&D. &D. Uh, we I think can win! I think there's one more spirit. group goal and one more uh, personal goal we have to achieve. But first mm. of all, before we do that... We did both of our personal goals. Oh, both of them. I oh, got one group goal. So, before we do that, give me... One of you give me a D6 roll. Oh, shit. That's right. Jenny, you do it. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> you do it! Something catastrophic has to happen. I rolled a three, my lucky number. You rolled a three? Yeah. Um, so for everyone, when you commit a, a group goal, um, the first one, a a challenging event occurs. Uh, um, I forgot which table we were using. What they, did we? I think we did. They come in. Know. They come in multiple. Uh, they come in multiple uh, different sort of um, tables. The the hardest one, impossible events. She rolled a three. Uh, we're not doing that though. Uh, we're not doing that one. <laughs> the structure <laughs> collapse. Was it a storm? Oh my or god! Construction or sabotage? What area is done? How much damage <laughs> oh is done? No. The gentle rain breaks through. <laughs> not for a no! cozy RPG. You guys have been cozy long enough. <laughs> yeah, pick pick whichever number three one is the coolest to me. Do that. All right, I can't. I definitely can't do the challenging one. <laughs> Um, the, the second Cassie tier. says she loves the impossible table. Yeah, oh, I want to play a game. I yes. want to play this again, but with like, but with the characters made up for the game and do it on the impossible one, and just where yeah. we don't have like the framework of our game already, so that we can just see what happens fully. Mm. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I want to do the impossible one so bad, um, but uh, we are in a we are in a relatively nice and we're the world's trying to be nice to them right now whatever <laughs> until uh, our sniper guy after us comes back i yeah, swear there's a, there's a sniper you, a bullet ricochets through your body <laughs> um, uh, emma can you roll me a d6 as well yeah <laughs> i'm two the, impossible I'm ones the at the same time here we go 
Five. Five. Okay. So. Uh, you know those movies like Shark or Hurricane or Sharknado? 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 And, and those other movies that like, com- that like combine like two natural disasters, like like a earth cane, earthquake, I would love to do that one one day. I just get two rolls. I just get to throw a fucking a a uh, a whale nami or at you or something. <laughs> um, but today I'm not gonna do that. Uh, so, um, rested above the fireplace is a um. It's something akin to almost like a house sigil, um, but it's not a. Um, it's bit. It's an embla- It's a sort of like uh, an emblazoned uh, symbol of a sheep with its head held up high and and, and proud. Uh, made. Uh, um, it's 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 made out of carved wood like before, but this wood is very nice. Um, ebony oak. Um, it should be very. Um, it should be very sturdy, but of course, age has taken, uh, age has not been kind to it, as age is not kind to most things, except elves. Um. <clears throat> we have an author with an elf fetish now. Oh, no. no. I gave you a motivation token for the, for the elf fetish thing. I can't believe it. Um, um, as you all are, as the two of you, uh, as the two of you talk and... Um, I would say, um, just like uh, in the general area, next st- standing next to the bonfire, um, there will come a point when something happens. Uh, number five says it was an accident, right? But someone broke something irreplaceable and priceless. Oh, who fuck. did the who did the breaking? Who did it belong to? Um, well, the idea I might have for that is, um, so she's finishing up, um, the bookshelf and they've got the books mostly organized. And when she goes to try to put the bookshelf up against a wall, she, and they've started organizing the books onto it with the books they've added to the collection um there's not enough room for all the books which might be part of why the bookshelf was in such disrepair anyways was she realizes they were probably stacking them too heavy on the really old bookshelf and so um maybe she goes and gets the ladder again and sees like you know the shelf um below that piece that you said was up there right the sheep um and and says um maybe we can put the rest of the books up here and she is a trait that has not come out a lot in the game but she is very clumsy is something that is negative dexterity score (laughs) and she um she may i'm thinking when she goes and tries to maybe overestimate because she is very strong overestimating her ability to move the ladder and carry the books at the same time trips and hits the ladder into the wall and knocks oh. knocks it straight down. 
Oh, it shatters. Does it shatter or is it like a pe- is it like break up into chunks? It shatters into three what? pieces. Three. Fuck. Okay. Oh boy. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, 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 hey. Mistakes happen. And you can. You have a spell. You have magic. Uh huh. Um. She looks over. She's. To see if a Fran <laughs> woke up. Um, does anything happen? What's the matter? No! Nope, nope. She's, Rest you see she's getting up. No! I, I, go, I go, I sit in front of her! I sit with my big body blocking her. <laughs> I go, Miss Fran, um, I did not mean to pry, but, uh, you know, why? And he's leaning down on the bar <laughs> so that he can further shield her view, giving Cecilia time to fix it. She tell goes me. to pick up the pieces. Is it easy to tell which pieces go where? Or is it a little bit? <laughs> into a fucking puzzle game! Yeah. <laughs> so she's rushing when she might put it together wrong. Ha! <laughs> 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 um and um yeah you you're leading and you're distracting her um <laughs> go ahead and she she's trying to feel, but she just feels bad she feels like they're lying she was um this um fell f- fell down can you tell me how it's supposed to go so i can fix it she leans over uh to the side of Jean-Claude <laughs> So, you know, tell me, you've been in the business of hand. Did, did Cecilia ask me something? She might have. Okay, uh, and she's going to move around the bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too late. Cecilia already asked a letter. She just felt too um, bad. As she, as she sees it, she gasps. What happened? Um, the ladder fell, and um, it got knocked off. Um. Oh, skies! She walks over to it. Um, just um methodical steps as she's getting closer and observing what you've done um the accident um the unfortunate accident that happened she gets down to her knees um as she just kind of like places her hands out and begins to gently prod the pieces together uh but of course there's the fissure in between. There's no fixing that. Um, unless you have some really good glue. She... Celia can mend, right? Use your magic to mend it? Yeah, I can mend it together again. <sighs> um... Maybe... This is a sign. A sign of what? She just sits on the floor looking 
at the at the the former mantelpiece. Uh, and she just goes. Maybe I wasn't the one that was meant to take care of this place in the first place. Um. I mean, it was going to happen anyway. Don't you don't have to feel guilty about it? I think. I'm pretty clumsy, myself. I don't know if that's what it means. I think um, a lot of families, like these pieces, uh, can be broken in many different ways. And it's up to you. And he kneels down next to her. Uh, whether you let them stay shattered and move on to forge your own peace. Well, see it for what it is. And maybe, and he flips one of the pieces around, you can make something new. I, I like that idea, but I just feel like this place isn't really mine to begin with. Why? That's, um, quite a story. Uh, I wouldn't want to put that on any of you, you're just... Traveling We've had a lot of heart-to-hearts today. You might as well get it out. Wow, yeah, I've, okay. missed, I've missed a lot. It yeah, like... it's a good thing you were asleep, but now it's your turn. Oh, right? <laughs> well, Jean-Claude, <laughs> Cecilia. <laughs> she looks down at the pieces. And she just goes... I haven't been with my family for a very long time. Um, they were here in Old Lucia while I was, while I was when I was really young. I went out and tried to strike out my own future at the coast. And of course, you. Of course, that's the, the young pioneering spirit of someone who has something to prove. Um, but you know, I read, she looks at the bookshelf, lots of stories about people going out and finding love and taking a risk. Just, they could have all gone out and found nothing, but they all found something. And I guess I colored my viewpoints a little. My family loved me. My parents, they wrote to me, they... Every day, um, every week. Asking me how I'm doing and wanting to keep an eye out on me and I... I lied. <laughs> when I was in 
doing when I was doing horrible when I was scrapping eating scraps on the street and trying to find my way through I was telling them I was all right they could have helped me I could have come back and did something for them helped them with the inn they never pressured me into anything grandpa needed help he was laying his laying in bed for the last few years of his life I could have done something, but I I was thinking that I needed to prove something to myself. Uh, I couldn't come back and be handed or I'd be a failure. That's when everyone just started getting really sick. Um, something about bullywugs. Um, I wasn't around when it all happened. I didn't see anything. I didn't see my parents' hairs grow gray or anything like that. I was just so stubborn and trying to prove myself. I mean, I kept to it. I, I found someone I loved. I... But now I'm here... Missing people that I've almost never spent my time with. Taking care of something that they've taken care of. I don't have a right to it. I think. Why, why would you not? Look around. This is so many years of care and work that my family has put together and I have done not I have con contributed nothing to it and now I'm supposed to be the one to take care of it and own it why not do you want to I feel like I have to mm -mm. I didn't ask you if you had to I asked you do you want to This isn't the only way you can honor them. If not, because I can really tell that they loved this place, but it also sounds like they really loved you. I think they might have loved you more. barely visited. So? I didn't love them back as much. Yes, you did. You're, you're, you're my, 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 my dear friend. And he'll lean down. You are in so much pain right now. Do you know what is at the root of all of that? Love. That's why it hurts so bad. If you did not love them with all your heart, I do not think you would be in this much hurt. And I do not think they would be happy to see you so upset 
and to feel that this is a prison. So I ask you again, do you want to be here? Of course I want to be here. I want... I wanted to be here earlier. I wanted to be here years ago, months ago. I wanted to... The problem was I never was here. I wanted to show them that I love them and the best way possible, and now the opportunity's gone. It's all gone. I'm just here with... with the memories of them. And the things I wish I did with them. How you doing? I think it's, um... It's hard loving someone from afar. But just because they're far away doesn't diminish the love that you have for them. And I think they know that. I think they knew that. Oh, guys. Grief, at the end of the day, I guess it's just... Um, grief is just love with no place to go. Can, can, can you fix this? I think so. Let's make sure I put back the pieces, right? This goes here, and you see this is where our name is, so these two go together. (laughs) And she assembles it. They're still with you, you know. Yeah, and I don't mean that in a godly way. Sorry, Cecilia. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that they are with you. At the end of the day, we are stories. Let us hope that we are in the hands of people who love us. Hmm? I like that. Yes, so make sure to tell them. Put your handprint on that wall. Share the love that come from your family. Share it. Let people know. They are stories that are in your heart that should be shared. And that is how they will live on. With you. He pats her head. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. They live on through me. 
I guess. Wow, this place really needs some cleaning up, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, you've got a lot. Um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, we, we, tr we tried, but you really gotta... You gotta pick it some people in here, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like um, we kind of got distracted a lot. Just looking at, like, half the paint job and only, like, a few chairs fixed and a bookshelf hey, and, and a ladder on though, the ground. You know what? The bookshelf, though, the bookshelf, that is a big thing. That is a big move in the right direction. That's when we finished, I think. That is piece, when we so... definitely finished. Yes. She, she places her, her hand in the paint can and just right onto the wall. <laughs> there we go. All right. Um. Well, thank you to the both of you. Yo, we got bits? Sorry. Um, what? What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. We got bits. What? Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, oh, bits. Cheery. We're like, we're like, yay, what? Whoa, first bits <laughs> of our life. We don't know what that means, but we'll take of, it. A hundred of them. We're going to go far. That's going to go far. <laughs> um, so much. Um, I think, um, Cecilia, go. You know, um, I think it's getting pretty late. Um, maybe we should go upstairs and find a place to to rest. Um, yeah. and yes. And can I take this you, book? You can, can we take this book? <laughs> Just quickly sides up. <laughs> a court of red and green. Can we take this book? That's all I want to Oh, ask. I have multiple copies, yes. Okay, good. Okay, okay, thank you. Cecilia, continue. And I think um, out of character, we have the three um, tokens left. Use and them up! While we honored one of our group goals, um, but like we're honoring the loss of life of Fran, I think maybe once we separate away from her, if you want, maybe... We should tackle that one for them yes. personally. Yes, I agree. Let's do it, Jenny. Let's do it. Fuck me up. Let's go. <laughs> um, so going upstairs with... With the... Um, all the clutter and everything and clearing out a space that's good enough to to rest in for the night in one of the rooms I'd say um Cecilia goes um you know um maybe We can do something to let your niece know and maybe my father that we're thinking of them. 
even though we have to be far away. I think that if you want, <laughs> she like suddenly like is like maybe that's too much. <laughs> he goes, I think that is um, a beautiful way to put it, Cecilia. Um, until uh, look in his bag and go, oh shit, I gave Stella on my Tinder box. Otherwise, I'd light a candle. Fuck. No, it's Jaime. Jaime. Stella has my drum. Oh boy. Oh, that's okay. She can keep that. I don't have a um, Tinder box to light a candle. I can make a light, but it's not a fire. That's probably for the best, honestly. We don't know what ingredients are in this room. That You're right, actually. Chemical. Yeah, let's keep it alive. Instead of lighting a candle, she casts light on a candle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is kitty safe. Jean-Claude safe. <laughs> um, he'll go, do you have something of your dad's that you want to, you know? Do you have with you? Um... She, I think, hmm, I gotta think about, do I want to bring it that direction or not yet? She, she'll look, um, she doesn't have anything specifically of her father's in her bag, but she does have um, the nightcap from her sister Delmira, and she does have um, the... Oh, I guess this would be. She has the holy symbol that was her mother's, but the holy symbol specifically was carved by her father. So actually, she does have that. Oh. And she she places both of those things. Um. I know it, um, I've never told anyone this, and I don't regret, well, I don't mind taking care of him, my father. But leaving was easier in a way. I don't. I don't know if I'm 
and she is struggling really hard with this. Um, she goes, I don't know if I'm ready to acknowledge the loss of him of the two years he's lost. Those he's already lost, but more than that, I'm not sure if I need to move on from him entirely. I am really worried that I haven't even told Delmira this. I've been keeping him alive for two years. And he can't even tell me if he wants to be here. I don't know if it's the right thing. Okay, though. If there is one thing I have seen in examples of Good seems like such a simple world of a loving parent. What they want more than anything in the world is for their children to be happy more than anything. And given what your dad has told you've told me about your dad building you a bench so that you can sit by the window and look out into the world to know you have finally left the bench and are exploring it on your own are you happy I'm not sure yet. That's completely fine. But know that your happiness means the world to you. Just, just half, but just half hugs, hugs Jean Claude. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! 
initiative. Do something. <laughs> moment a beat realize what's happening <laughs> and just slowly you know without making her feel trapped if she lets him will put his arms around her and just give her a gentle back rub after a bit she'll ask him Do you have anything? Um. <clears throat> I have um, just a little thing. And he takes, uh, you know, very carefully this woven bracelet from his wrist. Sylvie, in case you couldn't tell, made this for me. When she was a baby, she was always curious. And our favorite game to play. She spoke much later. You know, some kids, they speak early. Uh, you know, they learn different skills in a different way. But she always spoke. She never went, she didn't, wasn't a big talker. She spoke later. But when she was very little, like about, um, you know, almost one year old, she would have this game where she would want to know everything. So she point and point and point and point because she wanted to know the name. She <laughs> was so brilliant. I, and, and, and I remember her pointing at the same thing multiple times. And I'd go, yes, Sylvie, that's a tree. Yeah, that's a tree. Yes, over and over and over. She's the smartest kid I know. And I see too much <laughs> of you in hell and vice versa. And I just like to think that if Sylvie or any young woman who is bright and brilliant and kind and wants to do better. We're alone in the world. Would I let them travel alone? I don't care that I was assigned to you, Cecilia. I don't care that you're very, I mean, I do care, but <laughs> yes, you are similar to my niece, but You are a very kind young woman. And it is my honor and pleasure to be in your company. And I honor my niece. I think by looking out for young ladies who are too, too curious for their own good. I bet, um, when we find her, 
you'll have a lot of exciting stories for her. You two are going to get along like thieves, and then I will be out in the cold, and I will be jealous as fuck. He's just smiling. So, cleric, tell me, a prayer, what do we say? Oh, ye gods, for those who have listened, convey this message. <laughs> Maybe, um... Maybe we can just sit here a bit. I don't know yeah. that I have the words. Not for them yet. I but... don't know if I want the gods to heal either. It's a good point. <laughs> I don't think we need them for that. No. <laughs> and... She'll just... close her eyes and just be for a bit. So, how many goals have we crossed out? <laughs> All of them. We did it! We win! This was painful as fuck! Cassie, Cassie, look Cassie, what you did to us. Ouch! Look, Cass, Ow! look what you did to us. Ow! This wasn't relaxing at all. <laughs> I cried. Ow. Ow. Oh, goodness. Um. Oh. Spending that night in your contemplation and in, in a cleanliness of your own creation, hidden from the rain and detached from the chaos, you find your warmth amongst each other. And that is where we're going to end this session of Vanaya Expedition. Yay! Also, Cassie, we're so excited for your tarot! Your tarot Oh my gosh. So, I found this one ages ago. I don't remember how, like probably on Twitter or something. And I sent it to Timmy because I was like, this sounds like exactly like something we would love. And then he brought up out of the blue, because we were running two streams for um for the next couple months, and so we were like feeling really swamped. He's like, I was thinking we could just like wind down and do this this one you sent me ages ago, and I went on your Twitter and like was looking at things, and I saw the new game, and I read it all that night, and I was I was like, oh my gosh, 
we're gonna be freaking obsessed with this yes, too. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, yes. And Put that page up. I'm, I'm throwing money at it. Put that page up, baby. Goodness. Super <laughs> excited. It was a lot of fun. Also, thanks for the friends in chat. Oh my gosh, this has been such an active chat it's, session. It's been so wonderful having all of you yes. and uh, witnessing Cassie, this. Cassie, chase the ghost, drag our draws. Thank you, friends. <laughs> Thank you for coming. I'm glad. Thanks for coming. I'm glad you guys got to to listen. Witness our pain. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh goodness! Uh, for the for the podcast readers, uh, whenever this comes out, check out Tangled Blessings. Uh, we are. But yeah, Kickstarter on Wednesday, Wednesday. February the first. The campaign launches. Let's go! Let's go! Get the arrow. We're definitely gonna play that. We're the definitely gonna play squad. that on stream. <laughs> A thousand percent. I'm just letting you know right away. Uh, me and Jenny are ready. We have our. I have five. Oh, yeah, back. I'm ready. <laughs> but yeah, um, thank you all so much for this charged session of Lutai <laughs> Expedition. Uh, thank you all so much for coming. Uh, a big, a big and large resounding thank you to Cassie Mothwin for giving us the tools to kick dirt at each other's heart and. <laughs> Really, really wail at each other. <laughs> Cassie said she's gonna give us a free copy. <sighs> That's so Need. kind of you. We'll play it. We'll play it for you, Cassie. Don't oh. threaten us with a good time. Jenny and I are ready. Um. Uh. With that said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it like? Like. Like ninety, like ninety nine percent of playtesters, like when they played the game, they fell in love with each other, right, Jenny? I'll do it. No, no, in I'll your video, it. in your video, she said something about like all but one of the playtesters so far romance their rival, and I was like, yeah, that would be us too. <laughs> don't, yep, don't threaten us. A good time. <laughs> Honestly, when I heard that in the little video, I was like, okay, well now I have to read it. I was like, yeah, uh, well, no, uh, the right, the whole focusing on the rival stuff, and I've been wanting something dark academia for like a while too. It just like hit everything I've been wanting for like a bit and it's like we're like oh that's perfect two two players like if we're down like a dm or something like we could just do this it'd be so fun like it's and i will romance jenny unashamedly i've done it with two of her characters <laughs> and i'll do it again hell yeah <laughs> and i'll watch and i'll, and I'll watch it's it be awesome <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm super excited oh um so just general end of session announcements like always since we have um the second session of our level up advanced fifth edition stream the black guards gallery this friday at 8 p.m eastern time we pre-record that and so we recorded it today so it was a lot of fun so um and of course we will be back um next sunday um we'll have the youtube video up well i mean the people who here don't need to know that we have a youtube video up the next day and um well in two days i rather in the podcast up tomorrow of this and yeah i think that's all of our announcement things isn't it yeah 
I think that's it. Well, with all of that, thank you so much for watching. Thanks, guys. Have a good one, y'all. Bye. Uh...